0: I still want a weighted blanket. I can still just get one, right?
1: Yeah, I have one. You do? Yeah, even my oldest son has one. Although you have to be careful with children. There are certain weight specifications for certain children, like how big your child is and how much your child weighs. You don't want to put a blanket on them that's too heavy.
0: Because then they couldn't escape.
1: Something to that effect. The
0: blanket? Wouldn't that be helpful for nap time? It could be. Or to keep a kid in their bed. Like, I feel like this should just be a product. A blanket <laughs> that's so heavy, your kid can't escape. I think
1: it uh, inhibits breathing. <laughs> <laughs> if it's too heavy.
0: <laughs> it is <laughs> It is so obvious sometimes that I've never been anything close to a parent in my entire life. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just give him a blanket that's so heavy, they can't get out of bed. This is easy. And then you can go out, come back, they're right where you <laughs> left them. Okay, <laughs> not having a show about that anytime soon.
1: Welcome to Breast Cancer is Boring with Jocelyn, the amazing breast cancer survivor. Mm. <laughs> and Lauren, um, here is her witness. <laughs>
0: Wait, you're just my witness for okay, this? Well,
1: I too. Um, <laughs> today, we're talking about supplies. And this is really going to be based on chemo supplies, what you're going to need um, for the adventure that you're going to begin if this is something that you are going to be facing and we want to give you kind of an insight from two ladies who have been through it all and um, you know really what we used and there's there's a lot of hype around um, products and I think that this may help you in deciphering what is really going to be useful from
0: two people who who went through it. All right.
1: Jocelyn's going to start
0: us off. I am. I am because I'm the leader and everyone's just here to try to be just like me. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I often think, <laughs> you know, the Dr. Seuss book, Oh, the Places You'll Go. Oh, and yes. And how they would read it at every single like commencement speech throughout. I don't know, like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone read from it. Yes. I want someone very talented to do a Dr. Seuss type book for breast cancer okay and i i think it should be called oh the shits you'll shit (laughs) because like that's (laughs) primarily for me that was the primary symptom and we'll talk all chemo and all chemicals at a later time but so some of these supplies are very shit centered Mm -hmm. but to start out with are all the more ladylike elements the first thing that i used all the time was my Elizabeth Arden eight hour cream, which when I bought it like two years ago, I thought it was a lotion and I thought, Oh, this is great. And I got it and it was basically pink Vaseline. And I thought, Oh, okay. I get, I see what happened here. I've, I've been hoodwinked into buying very expensive Vaseline, (laughs) but it actually it's lasted a long time and Mm -hmm. it is lovely. And I shoved that stuff up my nose. I put the thing on my lips, not in that order. I put it on my cuticles. I put it on my, my knuckles would get so dry, like Mm -hmm. so dry and lotion, like, and by lotion, I mean like the white lotion or clear lotion that you put on your hands. It just doesn't seem to do as much as Vaseline, Right. which Vaseline may do the exact same thing or, um, what's, what's the slightly fancier Vaseline, Aquaphor. Yes. Aquaphor is basically just petroleum jelly, right? Yes. Okay. Aquaphor will do it. But if you're a fancy lady or if you have a friend who's slightly fancy and they ask you, like, what can I do for you? Just tell them, well, I was listening to my favorite podcast and the lady said to get some Elizabeth Arden eight hour cream and your fancy friend will get it for you.
1: Totally. Great investment. Mm hmm. Totally. If you can make it. If you can't. Yeah. Regular Vaseline.
0: I'm really, I'm sure. Aquaphor. Yeah, a big old tub of Vaseline's gonna get you there. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. But just keep it on everything. Yes. Just everything. Um, okay, I wrote all day, every day on my list here. <laughs> so I did use body moisturizer. Yes. And I'm just gonna straight up admit. That once a year for Valentine's Day, I buy myself, this has been going on for years and years, (laughs) but every year I buy myself the tub of La Mer body cream. Whoa. Yes. Um... If you want to retain even a modicum of respect for me please don't look up the price of this thing (laughs) i will say that like i would be very strategic about it i do it for valentine's day because also in february neiman's has like their beauty event Mm -hmm. and you buy this tub for a million dollars but then you get like (laughs) a free tote bag and you get all these other samples and all these lovely things and i only buy it once a year anyway because i'm so sparing with it and it's Mm -hmm. like gold I still had it and I was very much less sparing with it. And I used this stuff everywhere. My my skin on my legs would like flake off onto my clothes. I would take my pants off and my skin's like all on the inside of it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, we're getting the tub out and we're not just going to use a tiny dab on our hands at night. It's going everywhere. Yeah. I have read. So I read up a lot of reviews because I wanted to make sure that I could offer a, a lower end like not low end, a more economic choice and the Kiehl's creme de corpse. I don't know how to say that fancily mm-hmm. um, is a dupe for the Le body cream. And nice. you can get a tub of that stuff for about 30 bucks. Okay. Which is still expensive. Yes. But so it, it's I like ha- a drop in the bucket. Do you I use had
1: it? To, I did not. I had to do the even lesser expensive and that's when I got the big, Jar of the Cetaphil.
0: Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
1: how did how did that work? I loved it. It was really really great. It was really soft and it um, it didn't take forever to <laughs> rub in, and mm-hmm. it also wasn't greasy. And I use that everywhere, like legs, arms, whole body, back, um, even on my face sometimes. And it's the hypoallergenic. I Get it, at, you know, Walgreens, the big tub. It's like maybe. Yeah. Um, Because I know that chemo is really expensive and treatment is really expensive. And like Jocelyn said, if you have a friend who's wanting to buy you something like, you know, that they um, are really wanting to get you something special. One of the things that she's mentioned is actually a really good gift and something that they could feel that they're contributing towards. But if you don't have that, um, you know, going for these lesser expensive options is, is just as good. Um, And that's the route that I went and it it works
0: really well. Yeah. I'm a, I think I'm gullible. (laughs) I think I'm beauty. Like I'm cosmetically gullible. (laughs) Just keep that in mind as I continue down this list. Okay. The third thing for me, it was very important to me. I was working while getting chemo and I wanted to look healthy, not, I know there's like two there's a lot of different ways to think about this like Mm -hmm. part of me just wishes I could show up everywhere just how I was covering nothing no makeup nothing and I just didn't have the balls for that I also had about 70 employees who I didn't I wanted them I didn't want them to know I wanted to fool them into thinking I was okay and that was a choice I made and The concealer that helped me get there Mm. was Tarte Shape Tape. That stuff means business. Yeah. It is good. You will wake up with dark circles. You will wake up looking like death because, you know, literally (laughs) your doctor's trying to kill you. (laughs) And you'll slap this on and it does a fantastic job. Runners up are... The NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer mm. and then Kevin Aquan or a coin I don't again I don't know how to say these fancy names he's got something called the Sensual Skin Enhancer Concealer it comes in a little pot Wow, this stuff it is expensive it will last you five years I'm not even kidding five years wow there's it you won't even believe it however there's some other really good stuff the Maybelline Fit Me Concealer is super good. And it comes in like literally every color, which I can't, I don't think I can say. For, well, Tarte has a good color range, but the Maybelline does a really good job. And then Maybelline also has one called Instant Age Rewind Eraser. And it's the one with like the spongy top. I've done my research, people, and these are the best concealers, just so you know. Um, if that's what you're into. If not... Get out there with your dark circles. Like, this is the best time in your life to be like, yeah, I ain't doing it. I, I have zero fucks to give, mm-hmm. and so I'm not gonna. So, you know, kind of a mixed message I'm sending here. Let's continue with that theme. <laughs> uh, I also found, in terms of looking awake and not like death, a nude eyeliner on, like, The lower waterline of your lower lid there, like just at the lash root, did a lot to eliminate that like red-rimmed look you get. Mm -hmm. So, Marc Jacobs has great gel, I think they're called gel highliners. They stay. I think they're waterproof. They're great. Nice. Um, If you can get like a one that's nude but has a little shimmer in it, it's even better. But... Sephora brand also makes a good one, and CoverGirl is always great for eyeliner. And now we move on to things that are a little more, I guess, less bougie. A heating pad. You are going to want a heating pad. Mm -hmm. You are going to sleep with this thing. This thing is going to stay next to you in your bed. Like, you are going to have a relationship with a heating pad. And your bed. And your bed. If you don't already have one. Frankly, yeah, I mean... You're going to be sleeping there and basically eating all your meals Mm -hmm. there. Meals. I use that term real loosely. Right. Uh, You will be trying to absorb some nutrients in bed before you dash, make a mad dash to the bathroom Yes. you shit your brains out you go back to bed and you're like well that's not over you go back and so you repeat this cycle maybe three or four times even after the last time you just crawl back in bed and you're just praying you can hold it in because you can't do it again there is no way you can excrete shards of glass out your (laughs) asshole one more time in that day it does feel like shards of glass it feels like shards of glass Mm-hmm. Like, when did I eat glass? When did I think that was a good idea? <laughs> anyway, that heating pad. Get I just got a Target one. Like, Target brand heating mm-hmm. pad. The thing that I probably should have bought a nicer version of because it can start a house fire. I just got the Target brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, if you've got that friend who's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry you have cancer. What can I do for you? Well, I need a heating pad. Mm-hmm. And just send them for one. Yes. They're like 10 12 bucks. Mm -hmm. Not a big deal. Um, the sixth thing I have on here are chemo caps and head wraps. Yes. I was lost online looking for a chemo cap and then some kind of like head wrap scarves something or other. Mm -hmm. Um, the silk ones are pretty, but they're not, I don't feel like they're reliable for every right. day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to just put something on my head. I felt like I needed a cap on because it kind of gave me for one, number one, it gives you some grip for the scarf to actually grip to, but then mm-hmm. it just made me feel a little bit more confident.
1: Yeah. Jocelyn, can you maybe give a little bit more of an explanation of what a chemo cap is? Cause I think that yes, there may be people out there who don't know what that means.
0: It is like a beanie. Right. That is like, form fitting to your head perfect and then you put a wrap on Mm -hmm. over it Mm -hmm. it's not like a wig cap no a wig cap is like really tight to your head and it's meant to contain all your hair Mm -hmm. the chemo cap is is cotton the one i found that was my favorite is by what is it by by head covers unlimited okay and i bought a couple of theirs the one i liked the best was the three seam turban cap because it was Tight enough that I could position it on my head and it would stay where I put it, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't so tight. Like your ears, compressing your ears all day Mm -hmm. is an issue. Yeah. So you got to find something that's not going to like pull your ears against your head so tightly because that will hurt after a while. So you want something in a chemo cap that's not too tight. Now, these things are 20 bucks a piece, Mm -hmm. but I only ever used... Like two of them.
1: I only use two
0: as well. Okay. Like one is w- getting washed and one is getting worn and they were both black. The ones I use. Right. I also bought a white one and I bought a green one. Like thinking I would need that. I did uh-huh. not need that. I yeah. needed two black ones. Mine were nude. You just were nude? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Nude is good too.
1: Mm-hmm. Nude is perfect. That way I could wear them underneath a lighter color scarf. Yeah, that's um, true. That's why mine were that color
0: awesome the scarves i loved the most were cotton hemp they -hmm. were very lightweight like but they were huge they were a shawl they were they were made by wobe w-o-b-e wobe women's soft cotton hemp scarf shawl (laughs) they have a very long name wow yeah so they were like a pashima. they were huge and when they were like when you had them unfurled all the way you could see through them pretty okay. much, they were that light, wow, but then you'd fold them over, they were super long, and you would bring them up and like twist them and take them back and square like
1: square rectangle
0: they what were, shape did you use? I think they're more square, mm-hmm, maybe slightly rectangle, mm-hmm. mm-hmm, they were the perfect shape.
1: I had really a lot of luck with the long rectangular scarves
0: oh yeah,, Mm-hmm.
1: um. And I did a few really large squares, but the smaller like um, handkerchief kind of or bandana style squares were just really not, for me, big enough to kind of give me the style I was looking for Yeah. um, or trying to achieve, I guess. (laughs) So um, yeah, I used the really like big, long, rectangular ones. At first, I didn't think that that would work, but... Um, turns out the more I experimented with them, the more I like the that shape.
0: Yeah. If those are good too with the chemo caps because you're for sure not gonna leave any blank space back there. Like at the top, you know, mm-hmm. where there might be. Um these I found this woman online who showed me how to tie I mean, there's a ton of YouTube videos online to show you how to how to wrap these things. Mm-hmm basically if you're getting one that's like you're saying of the rectangle they can be heavier they can be jersey mm-hmm. knit cotton but if you're going to get a large shawl if you're going to get a large shape just make sure it's very lightweight mm-hmm. and sheer yeah and these Woby ones you can get like a pack of three colors for 10 bucks oh, online nice. and the colors are brilliant they're like really great they're not like you know neon pink and neon green they're like There were fall colors, which it was fall when I was totally bald. So there was like this beautiful like burgundy red. There was this fall like yellow, like kind of a muted yellow. There was a more of a nude brown color that I used a lot of. They were lovely. Cool. They made things just a little bit better. And then... The next thing is a travel pill box because mm, mm-hmm. you're gonna want to take pills with you. Yes, you're gonna want to take Zofran. Mm-hmm. You're gonna want to take Compazine. Yep, you're gonna want to take Imodium or yes. Lomotil. Yes, basically all the GI pills. Mm-hmm. If you if you need like your Xanax or whatever they've given you for that, definitely you're gonna put it in the little pill box. And I found one, and it was. um from Frida's pharmacy. And it was a Frida Callow pillbox. Oh, cool. And it was just, even though every time I was reaching for it, I was nauseated or shitting all over the place at work. It was just cute to see Frida on the little pillbox. And I was like, okay. You know, Frida had some hard times too. Right. So, you know, I guess. Um, we got three more things individual eye drops. So my eyes were so dry, like I could hear them closing and opening. It was like sandpaper in there. It was off. I like, I wasn't tearing. I don't think I was producing any tears. It just totally dried up. So I would get, but I got, I didn't want a dry reusable eye dropper because I was afraid of contaminating it. Mm -hmm. So I got the individual ones where you kind of break off the top on the tiny little plastic droppers. And they're just one time use. That's awesome. They were perfect.
1: Contamination is a big deal when you're going through chemo. It's a big deal. Trying to keep yourself free from germs and anything that could potentially cause infection or um, any kind of issue. Um, as far as contamination goes, you really, really have to be super careful. And that single use eye drops, even though I know sometimes people think, Oh, maybe more expensive or it's kind of wasteful. But when you're really trying to take care of your body and make sure that you stay healthy, it's it's totally a necessary, necessary item.
0: Yeah. Like I love the environment and I'm doing what I can now to keep it from just burning down in a blaze of glory and killing us all because mother nature will win in the end don't don't even doubt it but while you're going through chemo is not the time to maybe try and save the world like get all of the plastic water bottles you want because that's just not the time. It'll be time limited and when you feel better, you can get back into saving the world, but you just you have to think about infection risk and everything's going to be disposable and that's okay. Um you need a good pair of sweats. Like a sweatpant, sweatshirt combo. They should be thin and breathable athletic fabric but warm. I got mine from Outdoor Voices again super bougie but i gotta say i wore those things every damn day even days i went to work i came home and put them right on the only time i wasn't wearing them when is when they were in the washer and they were lovely they had a drawstring in them i took those things out after the (laughs) first time of fumbling with a drawstring and almost shit in my pants so you need a loose elastic yes like waistband which these have because number one any constriction on your midsection is gonna is gonna nauseate you Mm -hmm. and it's gonna drive you crazy i could barely wear pants at all i couldn't wear anything that was tight so like these these jean shorts i'm wearing now no these would not have flown back then (laughs) so this speaks to how (laughs) robust my bowel is now (laughs) very happy about that Um, And then the last thing I have is nice toilet paper and wet wipes. Again, wet wipes are terrible for the environment. Mm -hmm. They are getting flushed down and creating these massive, like just mountains in our sewers that then they have to like break down and, and get rid of. And it's a, it's a huge problem. Too bad because while you're getting chemo, you are going to need some pH to balance wet wipes. I like summer's Eve. You can get them at Target. So they're not that, not that fancy and get the Charmin I know the Charmin's not the best especially if you have a septic system like be aware of that but just get nice toilet paper you're gonna be blowing your nose in this toilet paper all the time you're gonna be wiping your ass several several times a day Mm -hmm. just you're gonna have to let it go a little bit yeah and don't try not to feel guilty about it yeah those are my things awesome that's what I've got
1: man that's a great list so I do have a a few things in addition to what <laughs> Jocelyn said. And it's so funny because, you know, really you went over a lot of, a lot of things. Those are definitely essentials. It's unfair because I read my list first, <laughs> but um, I think both Jocelyn and I can agree that um, you need to dedicate a journal to um, your chemo. And um, we were, just talking, um, earlier about how, uh, however you journal before you started chemo or, you know, kept track of things, whether it be in your phone or writing down in a book, or it's definitely the time to get a journal or create a journal that is specifically for your chemo journey. And I say that because for me, there's a lot of times where I had, um, Symptoms that I was wondering if that was normal or not. And I wrote it down so I could remember when I talked to my doctor, questions that I had. Um, Also, I would uh, write down all of my contacts in that journal too, so who my surgeons were, who my oncologist was, who my lead nurse of my oncologist was, and her phone number. If for some reason I wasn't able to make that call, Um, And I needed somebody to help me. I had everything with me. I had, you know, the lists of all the drugs that I was taking in there um, and the phone number to my pharmacy. I had literally everything in this journal just for chemo. Um, And then I also used it to just like get things out um, of my mind like "Uh, this really sucks. And (laughs) this is like
0: the least sexy little black book situation (laughs) yeah the saddest little black
1: book Mm -hmm. um but it it really was very useful and I kept it with me all the time so as I remembered little things um and through chemo there was points where I was really weak and I was exhausted sometimes holding up my phone so for me having like I used a pencil. Um, and a mechanical pencil because it's actually even lighter than a normal pencil. This is how I live. My life was according to how heavy is that thing that I have to lift up. I don't think I even own a mechanical pencil. (laughs) So I did. I kept it with that little book and that little book was right by me. And I would like literally just barely flip it open and pick up that really light pencil because it wasn't too heavy for my fingers. This is how weak I got, y'all. I kept that thing with me everywhere. Um and it really served a great purpose for me. Um and I would highly recommend it to anyone who is going through um any kind of chemo treatment is it just gives you a resource and then also You know, once you have an answer to something, I also would write it down in case I forgot because I would also have chemo brain Mm. I forgot everything or I could remember parts but couldn't remember everything because also information that you're getting sometimes is so overwhelming that, you know, you definitely either you write it down or you have someone that's with you write it down for you and so that you have a better reference um, than just that doctor's visit that you had that moment that was really helpful for me so that was number one on my list Mm -hmm. is a journal
0: yes the other reason that this is so important to capture your thoughts in real time is because they change Mm -hmm. like the way that I remember going through chemo is different than like and the emotions I have about it And even trying to put myself back in that space, there are things that I have forgotten or in feelings that I've forgotten Mm -hmm. that I only remembered after going through my physical journal or my my OneDrive because I'm a typer and I can type way faster than I can handwrite. And so I had a OneDrive folder as I do with like everything in my life where I would just have like a heading and then I would write a bunch. Like I would write a bunch about guilt or rage or shitting or and going back and reading that it's like I've totally forgotten about certain things Mm -hmm. so your mind is going to be so tired and you're not going to feel very motivated to capture you may not feel very motivated to capture your thoughts but if you do you're like creating a time capsule for yourself Mm -hmm. that you can go back to and it's going to remind you of things that you totally forgot about. And they are so important. Mm-hmm. And some of them are so funny. <laughs> yeah. And some of them are so sad. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't ever want to forget that. Mm-hmm. I don't. As much as I want to totally forget all about that. Right. I want to have the option to go back there. And and writing it down creates that option. Mm-hmm. So that's partly what this is. Selfishly, this is just a time capsule mm-hmm. for me. And for you to like get things out as they are now, because in five years we're going to feel so differently about this than we do right now. Mm -hmm. And I want to capture this. I want to remember this. Yeah. So that's another good reason to have a journal. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, I, wow. I feel like, I mean, my next topic is not even as important, but it really is. (laughs) Um, uh, The next Um, piece of supplies for, for me. And I know for you as well, um, would be Kleenex. Super important. I have a lot of opinions. Yes. Um, so for both Jocelyn and I, we had the world's runniest noses throughout chemo treatment. And for me, it was endless boogers. I, Mm. I was always I always had boogers and it's just part of treatment. Um, my eyes were really watery and my nose was super runny and I had to have tissue with me. So those little travel packs of tissue boxes of tissue, um, pretty much needs to go everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. Um, and every room that you choose to be in needs to be some sort of, tissue or Kleenex or even a roll of toilet paper or whatever, you know, suits your fancy. Um, I know that you had a favorite one.
0: Oh yeah. I can rank the tissues for you okay. right here and now the best tissues ever are the puffs with lotion, not the kind in the square box that like come out mm-hmm. like that, but the kind in the rectangular box that are just laid on top of each other. Oh, those are the best. The second best are the puffs that uh, with lotion that come out of the square box that can be pretty convenient and there are like nice covers for those mm-hmm. that anyway that's beside the point point. and then third best are the car kleenexes they're actually like kleenex brand and they come in like a cylinder oh. and they fit in your cup holder in your car i've seen those totally needed it because i found that So it was fall. So you would go out into the world and it was cold. Then you go inside of like a store or your work and it was warm. And then coming back out again, every time I came out into the cold, my nose is going to run again. So you get into your car and your nose is running every goddamn time. Mm -hmm. So you need something in your car. Then the fourth are like the little wallet style travel Kleenexes Mm -hmm. and shove those in every purse, put those in every coat. Like they just need to be, they were everywhere. Mm -hmm. And there were Kleenexes actually everywhere in my house because I liked to, I was not getting up to throw them away. So there'd be (laughs) a pile by my bed. I'd try and throw them when I was on the couch into the little waste basket under the lamp, never made it. Um, But yeah, it just wasn't my responsibility to pick those up at that time. Someone else (laughs) needed to, to pull that weight. I just remember it felt like the inner lining of my nose, Mm -hmm. every chemo cycle would just shed. I would get sheets of like, and I, I mean, I remember just like looking at it and it just looked like the entire wall of the inside of my nose coming out, skin, blood, dried blood boogers, like all attached. It was, it was crazy. I'm there with you. And and it was endless, and it was like, there's only a limited amount of space in there. Right. But man, yes. that stuff was fascinating.
1: No kidding. It was like your nose was dry and super runny, wet at yes. the same time, and
0: then bloody, weird. <laughs> so weird. Did you ever, like, lean over something, <sighs> and, like, like the consistency of water that's not just, like, pour out? Yes. Yeah.
1: Um. So... In conjunction to the sweats that you were discussing, I also, um, to add to that, I would highly recommend getting the most softest underwear that you can find and the granniest of granny panties so that they're comfortable and anything with a soft waistband to go along with your amazingly soft sweats that you're going to be wearing. Like Mm -hmm. comfort, I really feel is essential when you're feeling it's, it's kind of like, you know, if you've ever had the flu, but you have the flu for like, I don't know, six months (laughs) straight, you want (laughs) to (laughs) be, yeah, no big deal. You know, like when
0: you get the flu for six months, right?
1: I mean, that that's essentially like the clothing that you want to wear when you're going through chemo, um, so that's just my tidbit on that. And really, you can find that just about
0: anywhere. Buy them cheaply because very occasionally yes. you will have to throw one out. Yes. And I think you can imagine a circumstance Why? where that might be the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good point. Very yeah. good point. We lost. We lost some good panties back oh. there. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> one pair of uh, hanky pankies. ruh row. Not the thongs. I gave up on thongs. Like, come on. I, I, I still, I have never gone back to thongs. What was I even thinking? But hanky panky also sell like full ass panties. Mm-hmm. But they're lace and they, you can't feel them on you. They're so stretchy, but they re- they're they good. They're really good. Um, And yeah, they didn't make it. Nope. So. Oh man. RIP, hanky pankies.
1: <laughs> so the next um, piece on my list is a soft toothbrush, like s- really super soft oh. bristle toothbrush. And I also, because I have children, needed to use a toothbrush cover, like one of those that you can get at, um, you know, for traveling. So um, I did that so there's no cross contamination between my toothbrush and my kids or my husband's or whoever else shares the bathroom. Um, but the soft bristles was really helpful because, um, you know, your gums, just like your nose and your eyes, everything is really sensitive. So, um, to try and prevent from having like super bloody gums. And I also really, really wanted to be really careful about my dental health. um, because during chemo, well, it just changes things in there. So I got a really soft toothbrush and a cover. You can get those anywhere, of course. Um, and just like Jocelyn is talking about shit and having issues with that, I also ended up with um, a mild case of hemorrhoids, mm. which I think were hemorrhoids, or maybe it was just I was bleeding excessively. <laughs> from every area that I could possibly bleed from. Um, But I also used the tux pads that are, really they're just um, witch hazel. Mm -hmm. So there's also a generic, you can get the generic brand. um, And that was very helpful, and also kind of cooling and calming, because if you're on the toilet all the time, you just need some sort of relief even just for a minute. And uh, that was definitely very helpful for me. Um, Really frustrating. I didn't have any constipation, but I was definitely bleeding from, from every angle it felt like, (laughs) but um, it does eventually resolve itself after treatment. I would say probably about, for me, it was probably about three months after four months after the last treatment, I started to get, better but tucks or witch hazel pads big deal so the next um, piece that I wanted to add to supplies was is um, a salt baking soda mix for mouthwash Mm -hmm. so uh, depending on your chemo and a lot of people get this that I don't think it's discussed very often because I think a lot of people see the outside effects of chemo um, like losing your hair and your skin, but this actually, you will get uh, mouth sores and sores all the way. For me, it was, it wasn't really like the front of my mouth. And I mean, internal when I say mouth, I don't mean your lips. I mean, more like, um, tongue gums, Uh, back of your throat. For me, it was mostly like a little bit further down my throat. I could feel them back there. Oh no, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't have them so much at the very front of my mouth, like you know, my cheeks or um, really on the front of my tongue, but I definitely had them like a little bit further back, um, which made swallowing feel like those glass shards that I was shitting out. I was also swallowing the glass shards. So, um, this mouthwash and, and they do make, a, they have a prescription mouthwash that your oncologist can give you. So I found that the regimen that I was doing with the, the baking soda, the salt and, and warm water was really helping.
0: Did so the prescription mouthwash, did that help?
1: So, um, I almost vomited, but I oh used it because, um, for me, you get a uh, chemo mouth and what that does is it really wrecks your taste buds. And for me, the mouthwash that I was using, um, tasted like a mixture of dirt and black licorice, which both things make me want to vomit, so I was not able to, luckily they gave me a sample to try first as they were ordering me the prescription. So mm-hmm. I went home and I was trying the sample and just trying so hard not to barf and that just like got my gag reflex every time. So I decided, okay, I can't do this. But then I ended up getting the prescription anyways, which is why I ended up donating it because I ended up using the the salt and baking soda mixture. But yes, I had to use it a lot. Um, and frequently so that I could tolerate swallowing.
0: <laughs> I just don't understand why they can't make that shit taste better.
1: Well, I think it's everybody's so different. Like the way a chemo affects yeah. your taste. It's so hard to know. I don't even, if you, if I were to try it now, I don't know what it would taste like because at that point, my, you know, my taste buds were so altered that it it might taste amazing and like peppermint and something <laughs> delightful, but um, at that time for me, no. Uh, it, it took every ounce of me not to also gag and throw up while I was trying to get rid of the mouth sores. So another little piece that um, is on my list of supplies that I actually got as a gift was a cushion for the seatbelt for your portacath. And when I was first given it, I thought, "Well, why would I need this? I don't understand." <laughs> and then it wasn't until after I received my portacath and was okay to drive and I put my seatbelt on. So, n- noting to everyone out there, my portacath was on my left side. So, the seatbelt went right over the portacath. And for me to drive um and wear the seatbelt without a cushion was um uh a no go for me <laughs> i just it it hurt so um and Jocelyn had her port on or has her port on the right side, yeah. so sitting as a passenger, this cushion could be very, very
0: helpful. It was a big deal. Right. One of my friends gave it to me after I had my mastectomy because mm-hmm. it was on the right side where my port was. And then I couldn't drive for a while because you can't raise your arm for like mm-hmm. two weeks. And even when you can, you don't realize the muscles in your chest that you use while you're driving just to make turns, like simple turns and right. things. And uh, it was very painful. So I was a passenger a lot more. And I try not to be a passenger because I get car sick as well.
1: Oh no. But,
0: <laughs> but that... Pad just mm-hmm. made a huge difference. And I didn't want to use it because growing up my mom always used like this pad for no good reason mm-hmm. on her seatbelt. She was like, Oh, seatbelts are so uncomfortable. And she had this pad on it. We always made fun of her for having this fuzzy pad, and actually one time we glued um a pair of googly eyes on it. Nice. And then like we cut out like a red little felt tongue and put it on there, and then she got to the car and her pad has like googly eyes and a tongue. Anyway, we were hilarious children. (laughs) Uh, And so I just associated it with like basically being a terrible kid and making fun of my mom. And I was like, I don't need this. You need it. Yes. You need it. Yes. Yeah. You got to get over it.
1: And it was a great gift. I at first wasn't sure that I was going to need it or use it. And I kind of remember when I got it, I looked at it and I was like, what is this for? And then it dawned on me, and I remembered that I had it. I ran inside, I put it on my car, and I was like, "This is the best gift ever!" <laughs> oh, it was so awesome. Um, and it—I'm sure it wasn't very costly, but again, if somebody wants to get you something that you know you will absolutely use, mm-hmm. that seatbelt cushion, big deal, big deal. So, um, so talking about portacath. The uh, next piece is numbing cream. Love. For Love. Mm-hmm. So, those of you who may not have had a chemo injection yet or are just know someone who is going through this or is about to start this, um, the Portacath is the device that they use to uh, inject your chemo in. And it's, I mean, I'm sure, Jocelyn, you could probably explain it a little bit better or maybe yeah, in layman's really terms.
0: It, yeah, it's its basically, it's a central line, right? So mm-hmm. it is a catheter that goes just right, it's just short of, of entering the right atrium in your heart. And the point of having a central line while you're getting chemo or these drugs that are caustic are that... That is where your the turbulent pressure of your blood is the highest. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't let any of the chemo, which is a vesicant, rest against your vein walls. It just dissipates it through your body really quickly. Mm-hmm. So then they put something under the skin called a port-a-cat that you can access with a needle. And it's just like a little pocket, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like a little reservoir that's yeah. attached to this catheter and you. And there's a, this is like a rubber. It's not really rubber. It's like basically medical grade plastic that the needle kind of punctures and it goes into that open space in the porticath and can deliver medicine right goes throughout your body. Right. It's a very cool device. Totally. Super cool. Mm-hmm. It prevents people from having to get stuck multiple times mm-hmm. it's you can just put that numbing cream on and you can barely feel them accessing your port
1: so those of you that don't know the location of where a a cath oh, goes yeah. so it is surgically in- uh inserted under the skin it is i would say below the clavicle um mm-hmm. and uh sort of parallel to the shoulder ish yeah um and um, so the place where it's accessed sits right there, but the line, like what Jocelyn's talking about, um, goes up through your neck, um, into your internal, into
0: your internal, um, jugular, jugular vein. Okay, mm-hmm. the jugular vein, right? Not the jugular artery, right? Veins return blood to your heart arteries take blood from your heart and distribute it to the body.
1: Boom. Bam. Science. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that way you can kind of understand a little bit more. So when I talk about numbing cream, sometimes it's offered by oncologists. Other times they're like, you're going to need this. Um, If they suggest it or if they don't, I would highly recommend asking about it. And getting that before your first treatment, you want to put that on there about an hour before they stick you in order for the numbing agent to work. And it's really easy. You just put a glob of it on there and stick a little bit of, um, press and seal cling wrap on there. We found that that is actually the best kind to get the press and seal. That's another product that you're going to want to have. hmm And because then you don't have to use tape.
0: Or the Tegaderm. Or Tegaderm. Because don't be sparing with it either. Like put a glob. Mm -hmm. You want to see like a white. You want the white to completely cover the porticath. Don't like smear it on gingerly with a Q-tip. Like you want a glob. When they access you, Uh you can ask for a sensitive dressing. Oh. Because they have regular Tegaderm and then they have... I believe most places will have a sensitive dressing. Nice. So just ask for it. It doesn't stick as well, but you're just going to get infused in one place. You're not going to be moving around that much. It's not like it needs to be on for days. No. So it, it works perfectly fine. Ask for it by name. Yeah. Cool.
1: Um, and speaking of infusion, I actually highly recommend um, having a, Blanket that you take with you to the infusion room. Fuzzy socks, blanket. And I would say, like, hospital fuzzy socks that have the grips on the bottom. I know that's so dorky, but it's very useful. um, And that way, when you're getting in and out of your chair, if you stand up and you're just standing on your socks, you don't slip. But you definitely want to have a blanket. The infusion room is just always going to be cold. I mean, for it's like me a fridge in there it is it's a little refrigerator, but they're trying to keep germs out, yeah, I get it. you're gonna be sitting in there for a good well, mine usually lasts around six hours, four to six hours mm-hmm. um although my first one was like eight to ten, it was a long day eight a m to ten pm it eight to ten hours was my oh. first treatment,
0: Oh, okay, I was like, they're not mm-hmm. even open that late,
1: no, I actually got there. When they opened, I was their first patient and I was their last patient to leave the first time.
0: Same. Mm -hmm. Totally closed the place down.
1: Yes. It was an eight-hour session. And the reason for that is because they give you a drug and they want to make sure you don't have an allergic reaction. So you have to wait to see and make sure that there isn't an allergy issue. So they do that. And because you receive so many drugs on the first on the first dose is it does take a long time to get through. Cause they just sort of like test it and they're like, Oh, okay. How did that go? And is she okay? Is she, you know, going to tolerate this or are we going to have to do something else? So it's sort of like a, lo- they call it a loading dose. And I try not to use too much like medical terminology because I think that a lot of people, you know, want things in layman's terms so that they can understand them. But you also want to understand what. Than doctors and nurses or the, the, the people giving you hemo are talking about. So when they say loading dose, that just means they're like testing it. It's a little test to mm-hmm. see how you're handling that drug. And it's important to know that, but also have a nice warm blanket. I also recommend having a cup with a straw. Um, and I had one that I pretty much was like dedicated to that was, that was my cup. And I always had my, um, whatever I needed in that cup. And for me, it and I'm not a spokesperson for smart water, but <laughs> smart water was like almost the only kind of water that I could drink that didn't taste like soap for me. Your water tasted like soap. Oh, mine ev- tasted
0: like metal. Oh, it was. Water soap. tasted horrible. It, yes. it tasted like old rusty metal. Like I imagine I've never drank old rusty metal juice, but, the, but it. That's what it tasted like. Right. The
1: way it sm- rusty metal smells is the way water tasted. Yes. For me, it's, it tasted like a really, really bad love detergent, not laundry, but like, like, uh, it was really bad. It, it tasted gross. like soap. Like I was drinking liquid soap. Gross. So um, for me, when I, the only kind of water that didn't taste like that was smart water. I don't know why. I, I have no idea why, but I wasn't, I was so weak that I couldn't lift the bottle of smart water. Oh my God. So I had to have, that's why I'm saying like I had to have a cup with, um, a straw and drink from that because I couldn't lift the, I literally chose cups to drink out of at home based on their weight. <laughs> because I couldn't lift it. <laughs> There were some that were just too heavy for me, which sounds really totally ridiculous now. But now I, that you're a karate
0: master. <laughs> you're, like, you're like a brown belt.
1: I'm very far from being a karate master, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am a brown belt. I'm very excited about that. It's very that.
0: impressive.
1: And that really concludes my ever so long list of things that you need during chemo. And it seems like they're all very... You know items that you probably already have. A lot of those things are. It's just good to know that you're going to need those as your essentials. Um, I mean, I had a chemo bag that I took with me to my chemo treatments that had, you know, things for me to read or write in, music to listen to, a blanket, even um, those eye cover. Things if I wanted to sleep, like a little mask. mask. Mm -hmm. That's brilliant.
0: Yes, because it can get loud in there. Not they keep it quiet, but like snoring uh, loud. People snore. Yeah, and people often people come with someone else, and so they're talking. So it's just like a low buzz, basically, like yes, buzzing sound. And Mm -hmm. that's really brilliant. Headphones. I didn't think about that, Mm -hmm. but headphones are really important.
1: Yeah, even if. There's no music playing in them
0: just <laughs> to dampen the sound, yes, yeah, that's a good point,
1: yeah. Um, but that I think that really tops it out for me,
0: yeah. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. There are two things that I thought about while we were talking that mm-hmm. I never had, but I feel like they would have been great. Mm-hmm. And one is a weighted blanket, Ooh. I didn't know about weighted blankets, but they are. They're like blankets with weights in them. They're mm-hmm. heavy blankets. And they use them a lot, I think, in like therapy settings mm-hmm. predominantly mm-hmm. for anxiety. Yeah. Right? Am I right about this? Yeah,
1: uh, yes. My my mom uses them for the kids that she uses to teach.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. To kind, it's a calming. It is basically. a calming. Uh-huh. And it there's helps different, with focus. It helps you focus. Or it just, I mean, I feel like I there were times when I would get so cold Mm -hmm. and this was before the hot flashes started by the way, but that, that's a whole other thing. But, and I just, I wanted someone to like, I had always this feeling of like, I wanted someone to like lay on me or like, you know, I think it, it's like that feeling of like being held in by Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. There are different weights. I think you can get weighted blankets at Walmart now. Like they're totally a thing that you can just get. Um, so that, and then, Something to make water taste good. Like I see people putting like packets of stuff in water Mm -hmm. for flavoring and I never understood that until water started tasting horrible to me. Right. And so I've heard a
1: lot of people say um lemon is very helpful for them. Lemon? Okay. I heard a lot of people um the more sour the better. Okay. Really, really sour. I'm that didn't Work for me, but I've actually heard that from two other people that they said that that was helpful.
0: And I know you're not going to be in your kitchen slicing up a lemon every time. No. There are also though those little like those plastic lemon, like literally they're yes. like a plastic lemon-shaped bottle. Is that just lemon juice in there? Right, that's what that is. It's,
1: I don't think it's real lemon juice. Oh, but it's fake lemon juice. I think it's artificial. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, ask someone to juice a lemon for you every week mm-hmm. and bring it to you. Mm-hmm. In like a little bottle, because that shit's gonna get tedious. Yeah, and there's like no way I would do it. No, too tired. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you're gonna be losing a lot of electrolytes, shitting your brains out. True. So, Gatorade tasted nasty to me as well. It mm-hmm. was too sugary, sweet. Like sugary things, all of a sudden, were too much for me. But they, this uh, honest tea, makes like a t- a type of gate like a it's sports drink okay but honest tea i don't know they make mostly tea but they also make this sports drink and it was like lemon flavored and that was good cool that was good to drink huh and it didn't have too much sugar and it didn't taste sugary anyway but it had some electrolytes in it and so that was good nice that's another thing that's all i can think of though those are good thoughts okay This has been supplies. Yes. Write it down. Give it to all your friends. Put it in a journal. Send them out into the world to procure these supplies for you Mm -hmm. because they can do that for you. Yeah. People want to help. They do. And they want, I think most people want specifics because they're a bit lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. That's all I've got. I'm out. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) It's Sunday. I got to do myself, Tanner. (laughs) Yeah.